Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey there, listener. Damien here. I wanted to pull you aside and have a quick word with you before today's episode. Not only is this our first crossover... But it's also the debut of our alpha rule set for the Hanapocalypse role-playing game, coming to Kickstarter at some point next year. In order to bring this early look at what we have in store for that, we teamed up with the wonderful crew over at Dungeons & Drimbus. Don't tell them we said this, but they're a great group of professional actors playing tabletop rather unprofessionally. We also brought along our very own Abigail Turner to play Callie for a look into the events that would ultimately lead up to... What is the first episode of our show? A little bit of a blast from the past. We truly hope you enjoy what amounts to two whole hours of improv in the Hanapocalypse world as much as we enjoyed playing it. And I urge you to listen to the epic punk rock conclusion over on the Drimbus feed when you're done listening over here, of course. Don't you worry. We'll have a link to get you there, safe and sound, in the show notes. Enjoy our first look at the Hand Apocalypse RPG with Wrenches and Rex, the McMaster deal. The McMaster Settlement, a scrap of awesome in the middle of the wild wasteland. Home to Mikola, the signature drink that took post-apocalyptia by storm and continues to put a fizzy spring in everyone's step. It's also a monument to the joy of simpler times, with a fully functional arcade offering the rare chance to blast pixelated aliens or race blocky cars while you forget about the zombies of yesterday or the bots lurking just outside the settlement's borders. In terms of fun, McMaster certainly packs a punch, and by Wasteland standards, that's high praise indeed. But right now, for one person in particular, McMaster isn't all sunshine in video games. Meet Callie, our intrepid transporter. You remember Callie, right? Pre-mutation Callie before her fateful collision with Hannah Callie? Back when she was young and ambitious scout looking to make her mark on the Wasteland? Well, Callie's trusty spinner the Desert Sparrow, isn't spinning so much these days. She's blown a hover coil on a hasty retreat from Eden, and the once sleek spinner is now more sputter than swoosh. She's parked it outside McMaster, her latest pit stop, in hopes of a repair, but not everything is going as smoothly as a refreshing fizz of cold McCola. The McMaster mechanic, a burly, grease-stained man named Gus, has looked over the spinner. The diagnosis? Well... It's not good. The hover coil is toast. Done. Kaput. 
And wouldn't you know it, Gus just used his last spare hover coil on that fancy hover truck for Dean Gerald. But fear not, Gus isn't unreasonable. He doesn't expect Callie to have a stash of hover coils on hand, and he's more than happy to barter. The thing is, Gus doesn't want cigars or bullets. No, he's after something a little less common, a little more risky. He wants an artifact from the Jackson Square crater. Yup, that very same crater that's standing where a mall once stood. A mall turned robot factory, now turned hole in the ground. You heard that right. About 20 years back, something went boom. And now it's a crater with the remnants of an old hockey arena poking out its northern side like the bones of some gigantic beast. But hey, Callie's got a reputation for getting things done. And with the Desert Sparrow grounded, she's really got no choice but to take Gus's deal. McMaster isn't exactly a stone's throw away from Eden, or any other settlement for that matter. And on foot, well, let's just say that the wasteland isn't known for being pedestrian friendly. So Callie's got a task and she's going to need a crew. It's time to wrangle up some willing, or not so willing, folks to dive into the depths of the Jackson Crater and bring back a much coveted black box. Enter Jackhammer, or Hammer Jack as they like to go by a muscle-bound wrecker who's done their fair share of smashing and bashing. Lily McGale is a sprightly scavenger, well-versed in the art of finding what's left behind. And last but not least, Raphael Raf Morera, a suave trader who knows a thing or two about deals, both good and bad. They've all got their reasons for joining this mission, and it's not because Gus has promised them each a valuable reward upon successful return of the black box. No. These four have their own motives, their own stories to write in the annals of the McMaster settlement. Big damn heroes, a lot of them. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, shall we? First, they've got to gear up, get out there, and get that artifact. No biggie, right? Just another day in the life of the Wasteland Wanderer. And who knows, if they pull this off, they might just make the McMaster Dean's list. So buckle up, buckaroos. Strap on those dust goggles and get ready for wrenches and wrecks, the McMaster deal. It's going to be one heck of a ride. So, the lot of you are gathered around a table in Gus's workshop. Gus wipes his greasy hands off on his sweat-stained shirt and looks at the lot of you. Not going to lie, this isn't going to be a walk in the park. It really is. I haven't taken a walk in the park in years anyway. Well... You really should. It's basically a little slice of paradise just outside of town. Hmm. However, the black box, it's not like a little black box you get out of a plane or something like that. It's probably about three or four feet squared, big honk of metal. With the Desert Sparrow down, you're probably going to want to get your hands on a truck. And I presume that you could help us secure one of these, no? Well, I do have a truck, but... Look, I'm already providing you guys with rewards and such. Certainly, Gus, but this has to be something of value to you, no? This this black box in this crater, the, the remnants of a mold for everything that we're doing. You would want to ensure your investment, wouldn't you, by giving us the best chances of survival? Exactly. What's a little borrowing the truck, little gas, when you get your box faster? Come on. Exactly. In fact, I am curious. What is it you want with this box, hmm? Well, it's got a lot of good information and a lot of information on their tech and how we might be able to develop maybe new ways to, to screw them. Fuck these robots. Uh, you got a point there. And so I say we do this for you, no problem, but you give us the truck. Yes? Uh, well, I've been working on her. He goes over and opens up a bay door. And it is just an old redneck mobile. (laughs) It is a pickup with roll bars on the back of it. It is definitely seen its fair share of action, but he seems to have a specific amount of of pride in this. (sighs) She's, uh, She's a special lady. Well, she certainly looks like a special lady. Don't you worry, Gus. We'll take real good care of her. She'll be swell. Yeah, can I have a look to make sure that thing runs (laughs) runs <laughs> period <laughs> yeah if you'd like to uh make a roll oh she was the first roll <laughs> i have a little bit of experience in appraising goods and this is <laughs> quite the good 
So if you'd like, somebody can try to support Callie. That would give her advantage on a skilled roll. Just to give that extra advantage, I think Raph would maybe, like, while Callie's inspecting, walk around the outside, like, looking at spots that maybe she's not looking at in that particular second. See if we catch anything that's hidden or potentially catastrophic down the road when we're being chased by robots. Absolutely. So go ahead before Callie makes her roll. Okay. Being skilled in appraisal, I rolled my 4d10 and I get 10, 8, 6, and 6. So I will take the second highest, 4 and 8. You succeed. I will have Callie make her roll. You are both skilled and have advantage now. Nice. So I rolled 9776. So you take the top roll. It was only a five difficulty. You were really good, guys. (laughs) (laughs) She's really good. (laughs) So when you're taking a look at this thing, you're like, ah, you know what? This guy might be talking this ride up a little bit more than it's worth. It, It is a, you know, solid wheeled pickup truck. It's got a cargo bed four-wheel drive, but when turning it on, you notice that it sputters a little bit. It's got a bad ignition and a pre-filled jinx box already. Mm. This one's a bit shy. (laughs) How far away you say the the crater is? Uh, A few miles. A few miles. Well, it'll probably get us there. I don't know if it'll get us back. It'll get you back? What do you mean? Don't, Gus, Gus. Don't try to pull the wool over my eyes. I know what I'm talking about here. Uh, Or perhaps we simply don't turn her off so that we don't have problems. I don't like the way that phrasing was going. I don't know. I like the way the phrasing went. (laughs) How about we leave it running? (laughs) I mean, a couple of miles, we get there, we leave it on, we leave... There are also, we could look around for better vehicles if we must, but if we're on a time crunch here, then I say we just take the truck. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if we find stuff along the way, I can uh, make her a bit nicer. Fine. Take her. Get her back in one piece, please. Does she have a name, Gus? Oh, you gotta name him. Since you made the roll, Callie, what does it say on the license plate of this truck? (laughs) Oh, no. Um... It says, it says Barbie girl with a U. I love it. <laughs> Into my head popped the phrase Barbie. So I... <gasps> I had Barbie princess my in my the brain. The universe has brought this together. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> it's called uh, the Barbie girl. <laughs> oh, we will take great care of the Barbie girl for you, Gus. Don't you worry. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, a um, little bit of advice. You might want to stop by Big Al's shop, get yourself a map, plan yourself a route. There's a couple ways to get to the crater, and not all of them are equal. I've never been myself. Doesn't pay for a guy like me to risk himself in the crater, you know? I'm important to McMaster. Gus, I must ask in that case, uh, how do you know that this black box is really there? Oh, it's there. You want to know why? Yes, that's why I asked. It's a good thing you reminded me, actually. (laughs) He uh, reaches into one of his many pockets, and he pulls out this little transceiver, or little receiver as it is, and it's got a slow, slow blinking green light on it, and he slaps it into your hand, Hammerjack. That is how you know it's close. As we are not very close right now, but still within range, you're seeing that light go off. Yes, okay. Once you're close, it'll be going off rapidly. It'll be vibrating. It'll be doing the whole thing. And so it will be drawing attention. No, no beeping. Okay, no beep. good. Okay, very good. So you'll know when that thing is around because it's still giving off signals, I guess. All right. So there you go. Does this thing need batteries? Is it going to die on us? That's a good question. Ah, nah, it'll be fine. Just... You know, don't take a couple days at this. Wasn't planning on it. And Hammerjack will close their hands, their fingerless gloves kind of wrapping around it and put it in the pocket of their leather jacket. And by the time you get back here, I should have been able to procure a hover coil. I've got some contacts and maybe uh, somebody wouldn't mind if I ripped it out of their truck and gave one to you for the time being. I certainly wouldn't. Please take note that I have inventory of every single part of the Desert Sparrow. If anything's missing, Gus, you're not going to get your box. 
Really? Yeah, really. That piece of shit. Whoa. Okay, okay. Why don't, why don't we head on over you know to what, the big house and pick up a map? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so looks like you let wildlife into the cab is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. okay. What about okay. Barbie, huh? You want me to start on Barbie? Yeah, I don't think we need to go to that. I think that we can just leave it. At, you'll get your box as long as Callie's Sparrow stays intact. I think that's fair. It'll stay intact. All right, okay. Then there's no problem. You do anything to the desert sparrow to leave you with despair. Got it? You do anything to the Barbie girl and <laughs> something, something. Very good. Yeah, you think of something. We'll be back by then. All right. Shall we head on over to Big Owls? Yes, I think now is good the time as ever. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Fortunately, it is within easy walking distance. The McMaster Settlement was built on a old university campus that was just outside of the city of Hamilton. You pass the arcade and a place that's known as the Music Conservatory, which is essentially just a glorified place where people listen to records of the old world and get high. <laughs> Love that. And you eventually end up in front of the fenced-off area that is Big Al's market. Big Al is a robust but muscular lady. All of her wares are fenced in and away from the prying, sneaky hands of thieves and degenerates. Big Al, how are you? Decent, decent, Ralph. It is a pleasure to see you, as always. Always, always, always. What do you want? <laughs> Listen, uh, we have been assigned uh, a little mission, and we're going to have to head down to the Jackson Square Crater. And I was hoping that someone as ingenious as yourself could help us plot the optimal route there. Ingenious. You're such a flatterer. <laughs> and you're hanging out with some types. That's nice to see. Yes, uh, this is... I'm so sorry. I met you just earlier today, Callie, correct? Yeah, that's me. What's up? Okay, this is uh, Callie. We have uh, Lily. Oh, hi there. Good to see you again. And uh, Hammerjack. Yes, she knows me. Okay. Pretty sure that one's a thief. She points to Lily. I don't know what you could possibly be referring to. Pretty sure... That one's a criminal. <laughs> she puts the hammer jack. Okay, okay. The, the C words? I mean, seriously, Al. I thought we were closer than that. What is it that you want? Uh, well, I was hoping to pick up perhaps a map here and maybe enlist your assistance in plotting out a route to the crater. Well, maps are doable. She walks away for a second, goes to some drawers and pulls out a standard kind of like map for like tourists. Mm -hmm. She slaps it down. That'll be... Ten credits. When she says ten credits, Hammerjack starts, like, choking. Just like, <coughs> <coughs> oh, my God. Oh, easy there, bud. <clears throat> Pat their back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Big Al, from, from one person with mercantile inclinations to another, we both know that this map is not worth ten credits. But what I can do for you is perhaps give you two credits and... Uh, would it be fair to say that, you know, being a trader who carries things around, I like to imagine that Big Al has, like, a weird... Like, everyone has their, their weird little things that they're obsessed with that are perhaps trash to everyone else. Like picturing... snow globes? Yeah, like snow globes or, like, little beanie babies or something. Could we perhaps argue that I could pull out, like, a little a bobblehead or something? I don't know what <laughs> Big Al is into. Why don't we get a roll from you? Okay. <laughs> Why don't we go knowledge memory? Okay. You've dealt with Big Al before. Okay, could we argue that I'm skilled in that between my strategy and appraisal? I think maybe reading this person, this being strategy? Absolutely. Cool. So, that is a nine, a seven, a four, and a three. So that's going to be a seven. All right. You definitely make that. It just happens that Big Al is a sucker for one of your specialties, actually. <laughs> and you get the idea that that's what she's angling for. Mm -hmm. You've got these little, you know, little sample bottles of shampoo. Uh -huh. And you know that Big Al could possibly kill a man for <laughs> such a thing. I'm going to pull out, you just see like this little tiny plastic bottle. The plastic has not aged particularly well in the last hundred years or so. But it goes, this is a fine vintage from the Hilton. Mango scented. <laughs> Why don't you have a sniff of this? Hmm? She tries to look hard, but you can tell there's a bit of a tremble of excitement. <laughs> oh my god. As she like slowly like covers up the two credits and the shampoo with her large hand and rolls them back into her pocket and pushes the map. 
forward. Mm, perfect. Okay. And I guess he'll lay the map out for everyone to see what we're looking at. Yep. It has minimal marks on it and minimal stains. That's nice. Great. <laughs> Can we see the destination? Like, is it a dot on the map or named? Al actually leans over. You said you're going to the crater? Yeah. All right. It's right here, she says, and she uh, takes a marker and puts an X over what on the map is Jackson Square Mall. Hmm. It uh, pretty much takes up the entire area there. It's, it's hard to miss. Okay. Mm. There's a gang of raiders in the area. Mm. Giant pain in the ass. They like to pretend that this whole area is theirs and not the robots. <laughs> However, they're no better than that one. She points to Hammerjack. <laughs> Guilty. And the fact that they can just camp around and they go and they steal things, you know, they just steal. So they might have valuables is what you're saying also. Yeah, and it's not theirs. Okay. Uh, would you say that there might be another route in that could help us circumvent the raiders? And would be gentle on a well-used truck. That's the bigger point, I think, because we don't have to circumvent the raiders. I mean, if we were to pass through, pick up some things, but um, the truck, I don't think she can handle much. All right. Anybody can help. I think Callie specifically has route planning. Yes, I have a skill for route planning. Big Al's knowledge of the area will give you advantage. Oh, very nice. Okay, 10-6-6-3. All right, well, 10's pretty good. <laughs> you don't get much better than that. This way, duh. You focus in on a route called the York Bypass. Uh, that should take you right past the crater. That's the best route. Both are sometimes sabotaged by raiders, but... This is the less common. Okay. Yeah, so if we take the triple bypass, we'll get there fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good luck, I guess. You know, don't want anything bad necessarily to happen to you, especially if uh, you're out there finding things. You know, my shop is open for business if you find any good scavenge. Oh, it's always a pleasure. You know, I caught wind that they have a, an older vintage. It's it's a bit of a trek, but I'm hoping to make it soon with some eucalyptus-scented conditioner. Say no more, say no more, she says. <laughs> Rubs her hands together. All right, is, is there anything else we want before we go? I'm thinking, I got, I got a pistol. I'm a Okay, shot with it. Um, Would you like to improve it? I mean, we could. I don't. We don't have a lot of time, but um, I don't know if you're driving. But I'll be in the bed of the truck if you want to shoot things on our way, for fun. Moving target practice. That sounds sick. Yes, it is my favorite thing to do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that in between my stretches of driving. All right, there Heck we go. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go. I. I personally prefer to be in the bed. I like the mobility, but uh, Me too. I'm, I'm comfortable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll start in the front. I get to pick the tunes. Oh, God, I forgot to check that thing in a radio. I was just going to ask. I don't know if that thing is a working radio. <sighs> Why didn't I check that? But okay, Raph, me and you in the bed of the truck, yes? Let's do it. All right. I'll get up in the cab, I guess. You me, Lily, let's do this. Good for me, because I do tend to get a little uh, road sick oh, if God. I'm not toward the front. So hopefully everything's... Kept together, don't you worry. Uh, Big Al, do you have any paper bags? Yeah, this good one. Great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, and you are off, speeding through what's left of the streets on the way into New York Bypass. The bypass itself is a narrow path that twists its way into the heart of the Hamilton Kill Zone. It's slightly chilling, really, because all along the way is a series of old cemeteries, overgrown and definitely saw some amount of fighting in times gone past. It was known, or at least rumored, that... In the early days of the outbreak, old corpses 
could sometimes shamble up out of the ground, somehow infected after death. Hey, Raph. Yes. I see dead people. I do <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Where, where, oh, where no, do you see Lily, them? Lily, it's oh. okay. Not, not like, sorry, I was making, uh, I think, what do you say, a joke? Is that what? Yeah, that? Lily, and we're, because we're in the, we're outside. Speeding yes. through the <laughs> They were joking. Choking? Oh my gosh, we'll give her the Heimlich maneuver. Jeez, what is going on back there? I'm okay. Do I need to pull this thing over? No, I'm trying to be funny, okay? I'm sorry, I don't, the human interaction thing, not my strong suit, okay? Uh, Lily reaches back in the cab and, like, pulls open that little window that's in the back of, like, Chuck's cabs and goes, yeah, wait, what yeah. were you saying? I couldn't quite hear. Oh, this is so much more convenient. Wow. Okay, yes. I, because we are surrounded by cemetery, I thought it was funny. There was that movie feature years, many, many, many years ago. Now I just said I see dead people. That's oh, what okay. I said. I was trying to be funny. Oh, oh that's a, um, 16th sense. That right? one, yes, yeah. yes, thank mm-hmm. you. You know, I really thought that after 14th sense, they really lost the plot, and then 15 and 16, I stopped watching that. And you know, you know, he just got too old to be playing that little kid anymore. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why you didn't get my joke, because you didn't see the 16th one. But you know what? Callie got it, right, Callie? Oh, so good. I didn't thank catch you. the other ones, though, but I trust they were all right. You didn't see the first 15? No. You just watched the last one? Yeah, I mean, I can find the other ones. It wasn't a box set. I'm not that lucky. Uh, that's fair. That You know, that's fair. Anyway, I see dead people. Ah, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> dead all the time. Oh, spoilers. Yes. Uh, anyway. So we're good? <laughs> we're fine. There's no we're danger. Good. I was just trying to be funny. I mean, Sorry. I do, and, and he points off to, like, the cemetery in the distance. <laughs> I do literally see dead people. That was why I made the joke. But you know what? I will work on my delivery. Clearly, it was not very good. So I'll just, I will note that for next time. Well, <laughs> not wanting to interrupt that bit of brilliance. <laughs> you, uh, you eventually see something else while going up the overpass that... You guys know pretty much right on the other side of it you're going to be getting into the kill zone itself and you can see the coliseum as it was said to you and shown on the map but right over the overpass looks like a makeshift roadblock has been erected rusted metal old garbage husks of cars different scrap just all pretty much blocked on the overpass and the only way over is through really or trying to go around and that looks like a nightmare of overgrown vegetation and god knows what else let me see what i can do about this they tap the hood and get out of the truck they have their pistol out because obviously this seems like the perfect scheme for raiders to have set up to slow people down that are trying to pass through while they're approaching they would like to kind of look at how things are set up and see if they might be able to use some brute strength just to clear a path. Yeah, by quick assessment, it looks like, given some time, you could definitely push your way through this. It'd be a good workout, even. Yes, I mean, I have not gotten to do anything today. And as they're in the truck, they see, and they're, like, cracking their knuckles and their neck and, like, legs. And as long as, like, from around their view, there's no raiders that they're seeing, they're going to try to push forward in a advantageous way. Hammerjack, wait, work smarter, not harder. I know, I kind of like the harder. (laughs) I would like to see if we can assess, like, the wreckage, if there are any vehicles that might be functional or, like, maybe could at least roll to, like, help us use that leverage to clear things a little faster. Yeah, it is possible. I mean, the bastards had to get it there some way. Yeah. However, Hammerjack actually has an ability. Yeah, once per situation, you can create a path through an obstacle without having to roll. Oh! Yes. Dope! Yes. Incredible! You seem Ooh. very well equipped to handle this. I'm going to shut <laughs> up and you. let you work Thank as you. hard as you want. And That's okay. Done. Thank you. <laughs> and they take their leather jacket off and, like, <laughs> in a very suave way, like, throw it back knowing it's gonna land on the hood of the truck. <laughs> and then it just shows a sleeveless tee underneath that shows off those like very very toned muscles and they're just going to push and it looks like obviously it's taking effort 
but once they push really hard and clear the path they definitely look like they're having fun like <laughs> they're not just doing it all in one go they're like doing the right arm and then the left maybe using their leg to create like a very muscle beach montage kind of vibe <laughs> and when they're done they like whip their head up and the long hair on the top of their pixie cut they like slick it back because they've worked up a sweat and they come back and grab their jacket and get in and go okay i think we're ready to go uh, Jesus. and raf reaches into his jacket it frosty hot and he holds out a little tub of frosty hot like muscle ointment oh thank you that's <laughs> perfect how did you know and they start like rubbing into their muscles <laughs> I'm going to need some of that. I'm heating up, too. <laughs> I think I got a crush on <laughs> Oh, I could use an ice-cold Mikola right now. Fuck. Should have seen if anyone had some. Uh, I think we're clear to go, though. Just uh, everyone... Yeah, everyone is just staring at you like you're back yeah. in the truck. And, we're <laughs> and they, like, know that people are staring, but they're not acknowledging it. They're just like, I mean, you know, barriers. Am I right? <laughs> crazy totally yeah i i yeah i i know exactly what yeah barriers oh yeah barriers <laughs> yes <laughs> we should be able to go through now if we wanted to oh keep. yeah it's clear oh yeah oh yeah of, co- of, <laughs> yes. of course um where drive is okay drive yep. but everyone keep your pistols out just in case because this seems like the perfect setup for raiders to try to take advantage of us so keep your eye out okay as the driving continues, Lily is like facing backwards, kind of still like <laughs> watching. But then Lily starts to feel car sick because she's not facing forward, so she like, has to like tear herself away. And she like takes out the brown paper bag that she got from Big Al, and is just kind of holding it on her lap. No, just no, in case. no. Point the other direction. No worries. I, I I've got it under control. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna look forward, and I'm not gonna look back. I have half a drama meme. Just, just half. <laughs> it comes through the little window in the back. Lily, without like looking back, kind of like holds her hand out and grabs the half a drama meme, and dry swallows the half. Just be careful, Lily. If you're going to drive, it might make you drowsy. Okay, so just take care. Thank you, thank you, Jack. I. I... I appreciate your concern, and you see Lily uh, <laughs> blushing, um, and her cheeks turn like a deep red, almost matching her hair. Meanwhile, the two raiders that had planned to jump you guys that were dressed up as zombies had seen that display by Hammerjack, and were just like, no. They were like, you know what? Not today. That's so funny. Oh my yeah, god. So they just decided to, to live another day and uh, <laughs> and let you guys through. It's the hammerjack experience. Yeah, you paid the toll. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> hey, they got the show with it too, so I mean You got the gun show. That's a fifteen credit value. <laughs> So as you drive closer to the crater, and really at this point, it is just what's left of the road running beside this maybe uneven 15 foot deep or so expansive hole in the ground that is multiple football fields, essentially. And this arena that is half destroyed and hanging half into the destroyed crater and half outside of it. Lily had heard around the settlement that this was one of the prime looting areas in the area, at least. Lily's eyes kind of light up like she's a kid in a candy store. <laughs> at this point, you, you at least don't see any robots or raiders in the area. Jack, you have the, the doohickey. Yeah, what's the uh, little beepy thing say? They will pull it out of their leather jacket. It is beeping a lot faster. Pretty much like a steady few seconds between. Oh, so it's like a hot, cold thing. Right, right. And there's no sound, so unfortunately we can't like use it to see which direction is better. But it, it's definitely here, which is a good sign. Question as far as the card. Do we just want to leave it on and risk it potentially being taken if we don't have eyes on it? Or do we want to leave someone in the car and risk splitting the party? Well, we can't risk this thing being taken because we got to get that box back. Right. Like, if it gets taken, then there's no way to take the box back. I do not mind staying 
if the raiders want to try me today, today is as good as ever. But I, I think we could use you for whatever awaits inside, though. That is yeah, fair. barriers, you know? Barriers? Oh, yes. Oof. Barriers, you know? They, they're crazy. And I will say, I know my way around tinkering and things, so if push comes to shove, I'm sure I could get this thing running again. Maybe what we can do is try to... Send someone ahead to turn it back on earlier? That could work, and we could also try to hide it, like yeah. cam camouflage in some way, mm -hmm. park it in an advantageous position so it's not as noticeable, maybe? That's what I was thinking. This sounds good. I think that's smart. Yes. At least by Callie's estimation, you could off-road this thing into the crater itself. Hmm. It would be difficult if you wanted to bring it along with you. We could hide it. I trust my capabilities to bring it in there with us. It could be a little bumpy. So, Lily, just pointing that out. Maybe Lily will walk into the crater. And and you know what? If we have trouble getting it out, I could push from behind in neutral and maybe... Oh my god, what can't you do? <laughs> I'm not very good at math, I'll be honest. You don't need math. When have you used math? It's a good point. I mean, when I count my money. <laughs> right? <sighs> anyway. I could push the car out of the crater if we have trouble getting it out later. This sounds like a good idea on all fronts. Let's do it then. All right, yes. seatbelts on. All right. People in the back, their handle, hold on to it because we're going in the crater. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess Raph will hold on to like the open window, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Jack will hold on, but then once the truck starts to go down, they're like, oh, Raph, it's more fun when you put your hands up like this. <laughs> Uh, okay, and he'll hold on because there were roll bars up top. So I guess I'll put one hand on the roll bar and like very timidly raise the other in the air. <laughs> Wee! I told them to hold on. What are they doing? Oh, they're just living their best gosh darn lives back there. I, I assume I'm not looking back there because I'm staring straight ahead. You can have a roll, Callie, and this one is difficult. Oh, boy. At least getting down into the crater. So it will be a difficulty of seven. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, eight, five, five, four. All right, we got our first failure oh. of the day. Oh, oh wow! Hey, you know this isn't so bad. <laughs> gone wild. I think the engine's not quite strong enough to handle the resistance, and slamming down on the brakes as we are going downhill is just a little too much for it, and it kind of just stutters to the point of we're just like sliding, sliding out of control. And I don't know if this thing will stay on all fours, basically. <laughs> Unfortunately, it does, but the truck is just out of control, quickly, like, descending, essentially, like, a small cliff. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> bouncing up and down. You hear some distressing sounds come from the truck itself as it manages to get to the bottom, but has definitely taken some damage along the way. You can give it a second jinx box. Ooh. Oh no, Jack, you'll have to carry us home. <laughs> <laughs> but the truck itself now has two jinx boxes filled. Once it gets to four, it is out of commission. Oh, okay. No. I believe I'm supposed to take stress from that. Yes. You're going to take two stress from that. Okay, but I did take the skill that if I take stress while driving, I take one less. Oh, hey, okay. So I'll take one stress instead. I'm slightly less stressed than I normally would be. Excellent. But you're in the crater, and the truck, though taking a beating, is still active. <laughs> okay. Uh, is, is everyone okay? Uh, for the most part. <laughs> yes. Yes, stupid, Gus, piece of <laughs> trash. Well, getting out immediately. And Lily is dry heaving in like the side seat. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry, Lily. I'm going to be all right. I didn't, I didn't mean to. It's going to be fine. And she just like is sitting there, like taking deep breaths. And you see like the paper bag inflating and deflating. <laughs> When it happened, like, Hammerjack and Raph ended up in a doggy pile on accident. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack is just like, oh, could you hand me my pistol? It's right there by your foot. Yes. Yeah. And right you see, there. Raph is actually underneath, and he goes, your muscle mass is incredibly dense. 
as he reaches and grabs a pistol. <laughs> and it's like in one of those moments where a sudden tension arises as they reach for their pistol and suddenly their head is like over Raph and they're just like, well, thank you very much and put the pistol back in their holster and like stand up and offer him a hand. Yeah. He's looking directly into your eyes, but before you get up, you see his face start to go a little blue under the crushing weight of your muscles. <laughs> and they offer Raph a hand to stand. There are worse things to be up. And he will slide out of the bed of the truck. All right. Are you tempted to follow up on the location of the black box right now or loot at the Coliseum? I am tempted for looting first. What if there are car parts that could assist the Barbie girl in her travel back, right? Or the Desert Sparrow. That Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. That as well. And maybe there are other fun things there. Yeah, let me do a quick look at Barbie girl and see if there's anything in particular she needs. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) What doesn't she need? She's weird Barbie right now. (laughs) Poor Barbie girl, as it's really becoming apparent that this was a work in progress for Gus. Oh, God. As he was trying to probably squeeze some credits or something out of you guys for taking his ride for a spin, but you guys really kind of shook him down and (laughs) weren't putting up with even the idea of negotiating with the guy who essentially setting you up to do this job. (laughs) However, yeah, there's a whole bunch of parts, and a whole bunch of work that still needs to be done on her. I would like to do my best to survey the Colosseum as far as potential dangers in there. Sure. So it seems to be abandoned. At least you don't, from a distance, see any kind of movement or anything like that. Ten-minute looting trip, in and out. We have to stay together. It's too high risk. Could we make it twelve? Eleven. Done. And they just start running. No, no, no. Hold on, a little stealth might be smart. Oh, okay. oh yeah, okay. don't worry. Let me take the lead. I, I'm quite adept at being a little bit of a sneak and looting, and I have made a career out of it. Right. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Me too, Lily. I like your style. Stealth is not my first instinct. Sorry, you guys. Usually I'm kind of a barrel in, you know, muscle first, questions later. And we love that about you. Don't you worry. So, uh, yes, right. We're we're together as a team, so I'll I'll do the stealth thing. Okay, and everybody just uh, just follow my lead, just uh, one foot in front of the other. <laughs> Small steps. Okay, here we go. And Lily is gonna take the lead, heading into the Colosseum. And whenever I take the lead, exploring or sneaking, I can take two stress to improve anyone's consequences regarding stealth, traps, or environmental dangers. Ooh, that is great. Nice. That is huge, considering there is definitely environmental dangers. <laughs> so I'll have you make a roll. Okay. This would be a skilled roll for essentially looting this place. The consequences, though, could be injury-based because once you get into this place, you realize that some of the floors are not intact. There are things that risk falling on you from, like, the ceiling is falling apart. It's just not a safe husk to be traveling through. Can I assist in that just because I'm a smuggler and also proficient in stealth and can be an extra set of eyes and signals and stuff like that? I know what I'm looking for. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll to support. Okay. Jack would like to think they're helping but they do not know what they're doing at all. <laughs> the difficulty is six. Okay. Oh, eight, six, one, one. Ooh. All right. So you succeeded in helping. I got you, Lily. Thank you. Now, Lily, you have advantage. And I rolled eight, six, four, and two. So skilled plus advantage brings me to an eight. Damn. Excellent. Perfect. So you guys sneak around and I will give each one of you guys a roll at looting stuff on a scavenger table that I have. Excellent. So each of you can roll 2d10 and add them together. This is one of the only times that this happens. Ah, okay. That is going to be a 12 for Raph. Raph finds a very worn and like water damaged cardboard box, opens it up, excited to see what might be inside. There's some serious weight to it. And it is a box of scuffed and worn hockey pucks. (laughs) Oh, interesting. What you got, big man? (laughs) These are... 
hockey pucks. And he holds up, you just see like massive amount of hockey pucks. <laughs> Sweet. You know, I thought they only played with one. Yes, well, I heard the sport evolved in its final years. I like the chaos of multiple pucks. It could also be in case you lose one, you know, you can always just like go to the box or something. Oh, luxury. You know, I've heard these also make incredible makeshift weapons and he kind of throws it at like a like a like a warm piece of wood or something. <laughs> Projectile. I love it. Jack got an 11. Well, Jack finds on a rack a bunch of still wearable, technically, merchandise. Just abandoned and damaged somewhat, but t-shirts, hats, and keychains, essentially, with the symbol of a bulldog on it. Sweet. They will, like, take their leather jacket off. They will rip the sleeves off of one of the bulldog t-shirts, take off their current sleeveless shirt, and there's a sports bra underneath, and then put on the bulldog t-shirt and turn around and say, what do you think, huh? Looks nice, no? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I don't know what to do with this thing. And they, like, jingled the keychain, and they're like, but it makes a fun noise, so I'm keeping it. <laughs> All right, next up. Lily ended up with a combined roll of eight. Oh, this is one of my favorites. You actually end up in what looks to be a locker room, and on a bench is a bunch of hockey goalie equipment. Oh. Including the mask and pads. Oh. That's armor, baby. Fantastic. Oh, yes, armor. I totally didn't think we were about to play hockey in the <laughs> middle of a mission now that we have all of the materials. <laughs> Lily being in short stature, as she's putting all this hockey goalie gear on, she walks out of the locker room to read join the others and she's just cut, like her arms are basically perpendicular oh. to the rest of her body and parallel to the floor and she's kind of like waddling back and forth like oh. all right everyone i am ready for anything now nothing can hurt me wow <laughs> you gingerbread man you look awesome it's amazing wait you know have you seen that that scary movie he has a mask on his face with the holes in it god what is that i love scary movies you look straight out of a scary movie right now, but in a way that I really like. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Like, you could haunt my dreams and I would welcome it. And uh, you can't see, but under the hockey mask, Lily <laughs> once again turns deep crimson as she blushes <laughs> and, like, imagines getting to haunt Hammerjack's dreams. Actually being a threat in there. <laughs> Right, finally, we got one more. Yes, Kelly got 15. Nice. Mm. One of the worst. Yes. You get a bunch of now useless VIP lounge access cards. Oh, fuck. Hey, but who knows they're useless, huh? Maybe we could convince a few people that don't have all of the cells working together in the brain. Hmm? No need. I know a different general storekeep who collects VIP passes. No shit. So if we ever find ourselves in that town, we can definitely make use of these. It's like a box of currency, then. Yeah, people collect the strangest things. It's so funny. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What What do you guys collect? In the beginning, I would collect the teeth when I would ever punch somebody in the face so hard they would lose them, but <laughs> my pockets are not big enough for all of the teeth, you know? So oh, I, I collect favors. Oh, that's intriguing. All odds and ends, bits and bobs, you know. And Lily will reach into her pocket and there's like gear shifts, springs, <laughs> like little mechanical pieces. And she's like, you just never know when you might need something like this, you know? Right, right. Little, uh, I think they call them doodads or something. Think of a bobs. I've got at least 20. Great. I love it. I I get mostly comics is my thing. Comics are very cool. Yeah, they are. Very cool. You know what? They tell more of a story than the teeth do, you know? Although you'd be surprised how different they all look, you know? Yeah. Wow. I I never thought I'd be comparing comics to teeth before, but, you know, yeah, they all kind of have their own uh, story to them, I guess you could say. Yeah, the comics are more like they, you know, entertaining for the average person, probably, Mm -hmm. but I could pull out a tooth and I could tell you this story that that I have from that tooth, you know what I'm saying? So it's entertaining for me, but I can recognize maybe not for, you know, the, the everyone. You do that from living people, too? Yes, no, it's like if if I punch you, you lose a tooth, it's mine, because I caused it, you know? 
I mean... I know some people who would be very upset at losing their claim over one of their teeth. Yeah. I mean, I've never really thought about it before like that. It was just, I punch you in the face, you spit out the tooth. Yeah, but Hammerjack, what if someone punches you and you lose your tooth? Is that fair? I mean, at that point, they've earned my tooth. If they get close enough, number one, number two, strong enough to punch, I'm impressed. Take my tooth. It's a trophy at that point, you know? All right, well, I tried. But, but no one ever says anything to me. Like, the, the tooth comes out, I pick it up, and no one ever... I mean, albeit they're usually unconscious, so they might not have, like, the chance. But no one's ever, like, asked for the tooth back, so I guess I never really thought they might... Want it. You're the anti-tooth fairy. <laughs> that is metal as hell. I like that. The tooth demon. Oh my god. <laughs> Do I still get the wings? Should I put the wings on my leather jacket? Ooh, paint them, maybe? yes. You get little horns. Yes. I like it. I like it a lot. I say we turn around and we go look for that black box now. All right. Yes. What we came here to do. Focus. Yes. As we leave Cops Coliseum. I will cut away to somewhere deep within the bowels of the Coliseum under locked doors was indeed a Zamboni. What could have been? Oh, it is so sad for me, but you know what? Hammerjack doesn't know, and what they don't know won't hurt them. The speeds (laughs) we could have gotten on that baby. I know. We turn around Uh. and try to re-enter, but there's an invisible barrier. (laughs) 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 And unfortunately, trying to somehow get a Zamboni out of this place and back to the settlement would be an endeavor in its own. Hammerjack will sleep well not knowing that there was a Zamboni at the bottom. (laughs) 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 However, what you do discover upon leaving is surrounding your truck, there's two other pickup trucks and a bunch of raiders hanging around the Barbie girl. Oh, this will be fun. One of them sitting on the hood of it. All of them are in hockey equipment and jerseys (laughs) and much like the stuff that you were seeing inside the Coliseum. Oh, fuck. How many do we see? There are four of them. And I'm assuming they're blocking the way we need to go to get to the black box. Yeah, well, I mean, one's sitting on your truck. Yeah. Uh, Hammerjack removes their sledgehammer as they're approaching. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Well, hold wait. on. I'm not going to swing just yet, but they okay, need to good. see what I'm capable of. I guess my question is, have they seen us yet at all? They haven't seen you yet. Exactly. If I get the running start, I could just hit one on the head. like. Or, or... We can sneak up and you can be guaranteed a hit before they even know you're there. I mean, I'm pretty guaranteed a hit, but I understand your meaning. All right, fine. Raph is going to draw his ornate sword. I mean, do we do we have to fight? Have you ever tried to reason with, like, I used to be one of these guys and I was insufferable. I can recognize now that that was the worst version of myself that I ever was, you know? Okay. It's almost like part of my brain, the part that saw, like, reason, just, like, was shut off, like, permanently. You know what I mean? Ooh. But it's, it's, not, it's not really reasoning. It's more like tricking them. Maybe we say something's coming after us and then we're, we act like we're running away from it and then we make them scatter or something. Oh. They're clearly idiots because <laughs> as you're saying this, like one of them has got a hockey stick and he's like winging it around like showing how he's going to clearly kick whoever's ass this is. Does it seem like immediately apparent that they're just here to like kick the shit out of us and nothing else? I, I wouldn't say that. Like they seem to be ready for a fight but the way that they are, it seems like they're looking for like, hey, you're in our part of town kind of guys. Like, Listen, like like the body language, they are looking to try to be on a power trip right now. Why don't you let me then? I can go out and draw their attention, mm. and then all of you, when they are not looking, can get into the most advantageous position possible, yes? How do you plan to distract? Because I, I have more of these bulldog t-shirts. If I wanted to say, like, try to join the gang, I'd be like, we could all wear the matching shirts. My muscle, your stupidity. Then they have eyes on you. Trust me, trust me. My tongue is my greatest asset. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, have people told you that before? Once or twice. Okay. Anyway, go do go do your your thing. Then. <laughs> <laughs> is there any way I could approach them from an area where the party is not, so that it looks like I'm coming from somewhere else? Yes, you could try to roll a stealth roll. Up. Okay, I think I'm gonna do that. 
oh man, this is really difficult for me because I really like to just come in just like wreak havoc, you know? I've never had to wait this long to punch someone before. (laughs) What is this feeling that I have right now? The feeling of like I have to wait for something? I don't like it very much. Well, yeah, I mean, like, put yourself in in our shoes, right? Where we don't have all the muscles and if we were to swing, we'd probably break our knuckles instead. Like, I I know it's really hard to imagine for you. I mean, yeah, because because what size are your feet? Uh, they're size eight. Oh wow, yeah, no, I, I squeezing into those would be quite difficult, I imagine. For yeah, me. not great for kicking and that sort of stuff. Sure, sure. It's more of like a self-preservation thing, to be entirely honest with you. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so we wait, and then we don't just barge in and punch. We right. We wait. Right, and and we have backup plans because inevitably backup things plans. go wrong, and we got to be there just oh. for Raph. Um, so, do we have one right now? Um, no, but we should probably come up with one. Like I said, I, I, I oh oh I have an idea. Oh my god, I have an idea, Lily. Yes, you are dressed like them right now. I am dressed like them right now. I was I was wondering if yeah. I might be able to assimilate. Oh my god, I have an excellent backup plan. She just goes in and uh, she's one of them. This is a good backup plan. That's a backup plan, right? What I just that's. Am I doing it right? Yeah. I should say so. Okay. Could we argue that this stealth roll is part of like my strategy deception slash coordination? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's fine. Okay. Okay then. That's good because I rolled a 10, 9, 2 and a 1. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. yeah that's that's quite uh the spread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that would be a 9 and you do have the jump on them at least. Great. So, yeah, he'll come around from, like, total opposite direction of the party where they are lying in wait so that hopefully if they turn to look at me, they are giving them their full backs. Mm. And he'll come out and say, hello, gentlemen. Who who, who are you? Me. Hello. I am Rafael Moreira. I am a purveyor of fine goods across these lands. Who are you? Me. I'm the leader of the Bulldogos. That's who I am. And this particular one has a red bandana covering his lower face and just untamed beard spilling down from it. (laughs) You know, you have been raising some serious hell around here lately. It is an honor to meet you, sir. And he will hold out a hand to the leader. My name is Boris. Boris. And he takes your hand and shakes it. Strong name, strong handshake. Wow. I mean, usually we would have been rolling you by now, but... Traitor's a good person to know. Uh, Everyone needs supplies, whether you're you're part of a settlement or you're out here doing your own thing. Look, I don't judge. I'm just out here making a living. And besides, if we don't like it, we can still roll you, right? (laughs) (laughs) You can definitely try. So, what brings you uh, around here? Are you in need of anything? Perhaps I can offer my services, uh, get you in touch with some people, maybe find you some asses to kick. Well, you see, this is our turf. So we were just driving by, and we saw your stupid truck parked outside of our Coliseum. Oh, I know. Just a real piece of shit. It's really just the best I was able to procure after I lost my previous uh, vehicle. Gally, he's shit-talking the truck. He just called it a piece of shit. Can I hit him? But it is, you know? But but it's ours right now. Should we not defend its its reputation? Mm. We're, well, we're not going to attack them right now is what we're doing. But oh. we'll do it later, okay? Promise. Okay, <laughs> okay. yes. Delayed punching. Okay. Delayed punch. That's it. You just stay at the ready, you know? Okay, yes. Charge yes. the biceps. Well, I could do that. Now, I have to ask, do you have someone who does the work on your trucks, or do you do this all yourself? Because it looks, and, and I'm going to look it over so I'm not saying anything ridiculous, but assuming <laughs> they look to be in generally good shape, I'm going to say, this is this is pretty good, all things considered. We keep our shit running, usually by taking the shit of other people and turning it into our shit. You know? That is the best way to do it, you know? I, I would not blame you if you stripped this truck for anything, but like we said, big old hunk of shit, just not really a... Not much worth taking. Yeah, yeah. He claps you on the shoulder. So you got any friends around, or, uh... (laughs) I have friends all over the place, but no, I was just making a run here to see if, uh, anything worth scavenging. Um, honestly not finding much. Maybe we can strike a deal here? Are you guys in in need of anything? Any curios? What do you got? Why don't you just, uh, throw everything you got on the ground and we'll have a look? 
<laughs> well, I've got a little bit of everything. I really prefer to tailor the shopping experience to the customer. So why don't you tell me what you're interested in? And even if it's not on my person, uh, perhaps I can go about finding that for you. We like um, credits, goods, you know, whatever you got. Maybe even your boots. My boots. <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, this is a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that doesn't sound good for our Wasteland heroes, does it? I'm sure it won't come as much of a spoiler if I told you that things are about to get very exciting. Between you and me, you can consider everything you just heard as that moment before you get on the roller coaster. So I'm basically saying that you do not want to miss what is to come. And you don't have to either, because while we were dropping this episode on you over here, the crew over at Dungeons and Drimbus were doing the same with part two. You can find a link to their feed in the show notes, and please consider getting into their other equally ridiculous content if you enjoyed this crossover. And yes, I'm very aware that calling them ridiculous is the pot calling the kettle black. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Finn treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson... Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.